What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at freemanmazda.net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments here on the show. But before we do any of that, let's get into the major NFL news that dropped this morning. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts got paid, and he got paid a contract extension that will cause many conversations around the NFL for fan bases that want to discuss the future of, say, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, but, you know, it'll, it will also impact the future of Dak Prescott, probably, because he is reportedly, allegedly expecting a contract extension at some point this year. At least he has publicly said that that's what he expects. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Stephen Jones have all suggested that an extension could be headed Dak Prescott's way. And if you look at the numbers, you will see that the numbers also dictate that. Because you look at the cap hit for Dak Prescott in 2024, you see it approach $60 million and you kind of figure out, oh, okay, this actually needs to happen. Uh, some people will say that, you know what, if they go into 2024 without any sort of additional extension or something like that, maybe they can move on. But why would you move on at this stage from Dak Prescott? So Let's let's just all agree here really quickly that Prescott is getting that extension. He really is. Now, we're going to get into the numbers for Jalen, what the lessons are there, and also why it kind of has a big, big impact on the Cowboys. So first of all, let me know in the chat, was Jalen Hurts, was Jalen Hurts overpaid, underpaid, or correctly paid let me know in the chat where do you stand this is a perfect opportunity to actually get into the numbers for mr jalen hurts and here we go let's do it five-year deal for the eagles quarterback that's 255 million dollars over over five years this is new money obviously so that means an average of 51 million dollars per season it also means $179 million in guaranteed money, which means $175 million in new guaranteed money. That is a key aspect of this contract. Since Jalen Hurts was a second-round quarterback for Philadelphia, he really didn't have a lot of guaranteed money going for him going into the 2023 season. So that makes it a more significant deal, even, if, even though nominally... The numbers might seem a little bit low than what many would have expected, lower than what many would have expected. Uh, maybe some people will say, you know what? Actually, 179 is not that much for Jalen Hurts in guaranteed money. But consider that he was up to make a $4 million salary in 2023. So the leap that you take from one number to the other is very significant here because this is usually how the NFL works. A lot of people like to talk about 
you know, total guarantees, fully guaranteed money, salary, average per year, all of that. But most of the time, what, what can make the difference is the new guaranteed money. What was I not on the hook for, but now I am. That is a big part of these conversations. Uh, let me see some of your comments here in the chat. Was he underpaid, overpaid, or correctly paid? Uh, shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat, in the Facebook chat. We've got Toxic Tom saying correctly. Charlene goes with correctly as well. Katharina says overpaid for sure. Lewis also goes with overpaid. Double R goes with overpaid. Mark Aaron says always overpaid. Jerry Fuller says uh, perfect structure. We'll get into that in a few moments here on the show. Grossly overpaid, said somebody. Uh, Brucer. Brucer in YouTube said that. So, you know, kind of 50-50 there in the chat in terms of overpaid or correctly paid. My answer is correctly, man. Listen, the NFL works this way. Do you want to keep your franchise quarterback? Pay him what the market dictates. Do you not want to keep him? Do you want to roll the dice on some of the players that, like, let's just stick to the most recent examples, right? Who were the quarterbacks that were available this offseason around the NFL? Derek Carr was available. Jimmy Garoppolo was available. That is usually the tier of guys you're talking about when you want to go get somebody else. And if you want to discuss the NFL draft, then you know that you're flipping coins. Even in the first round, some of these guys pan out, some do not pan out. And most of the time, you just don't know what's going to happen as much, as much scouting as you can do, etc. So I think that it is correctly. I think it is, it is the correct numbers for Jalen Hurts. Of course, they're always going up. Just looking at the rest of the league, you look at uh, Patrick Mahomes signing at $45 million per year on a very different contract because originally it was set up for 10 years. It was kind of a long-term partnership more than an actual contract. Uh, Russell Wilson, though, signed for 49. And, and this is important, too, because as you guys remember, Dak Prescott got paid $40 million per year in new money when he signed his extension. And then after that, Matt Patrick Mahomes got the best of him. Josh Allen got the best of him. Now Hurts, Kyler Murray as well. Well, those are guys signing their first contracts. So maybe that doesn't impact. Uh, many people would think that. I, this thought crossed my mind at least for a few seconds. Since it was their first contract, maybe what Dak Prescott is looking at, at a future imminent extension, is not the same type of numbers. And yet, and yet uh, you get Matthew Stafford signing for 40 per year when he signed, Russell Wilson for 49 per year, and Aaron Rodgers for 50.2 most uh, recently with the Green Bay Packers. And I bring these numbers up because even though Dak Prescott is not 24 years old anymore like Jalen Hurts is, and maybe he doesn't have as much upside as, as some of these guys, Dak might still be about to cross the 50 million per year mark in a matter of time whenever the Cowboys and him reach a contract extension. Of course, it will also depend on 
the structure of the deal, how many years are in it, what the guarantees are going to look like, what are the outs for everybody involved. All of that is going to be involved. But if, if the Cowboys are going to extend Dak Prescott, as I heavily expect them to, I would bet that the number is going to be over the 50 million mark. And I think that the Jalen Hurts deal kind of furthers that a little bit, especially considering that Justin Herbert from the Chargers might be next. Joe Burrow from the Bengals might be next. If you want to keep your guy around, you need to pay the market value. It is as simple as that. But now we also need to discuss why the Jalen Hurts deal is kind of a nightmare for the Cowboys. At least this is how I interpret it. And we got to be fair here. Remember, I know we talk about the Cowboys. We kind of support the Cowboys on the show. But we need to be real and we need to give credit where credit is due. The Eagles kind of nailed this one. Uh, Howie Roseman looks like an evil genius with this contract for Jalen Hurts. I'm assuming some of you have not seen these numbers yet because they were recently tweeted by Adam Schefter. But this is what the cap space hits look like for Jalen Hurts over the next few years. And I'm going to ask you for one word to describe what they look like. Here we go. This is per Adam Schefter. Jalen Hurts cap hit for 2023 is going to be $6.15 million. For 2024, it's going to be $13.56 million. For 2025, it is going to be $21.77 million. And then for 2026, it's going to be $31.77 million. Can you imagine where the cap space is going to be at when the time comes for 2027, when the cap hits for Jalen Hurts go out of this world? Because when, when it gets to that point, 2027 might be at around $80 million in cap hit for Jalen Hurts. 2028 is also going to look pretty ugly. But when the time comes, though, Jalen Hurts is going to wave his wand around and he's going to figure out a way to restructure the deal, to reach another contract, and to solve those financial problems. As long as Jalen Hurts is playing good football, they're not going to care that much. So I'm just saying this is this is important. And Cam here on the YouTube chat, and I, I, I understand this, he says, who cares about the Eagles? Who cares about the Eagles? Why are we talking about the Eagles? Man, I know I care. This is your primary foe to win the NFC East over the next four to five years easily. Easily. Even though the Giants have something cooking with Brian Dable over there in New York, even though the Commanders might be looking like a different franchise with new ownership. It looks like for the next five years, it's between the Cowboys and the Eagles. It, it, that looks like it is a rivalry of, of this era in the NFC East. So if you get a team that gets a quarterback that, let's be real here, last year he played at an MVP caliber level. We can talk about, oh, he had a perfect, you know, team around him he had a great offensive line let's not get let's not demerit what Jalen Hurts did though let's be real here he was a pretty damn good quarterback last season and he looks like he's gonna keep being a good quarterback for the Eagles 
So it does matter that for the next four years, he's not going to be a problem salary cap wise for the team. Because as soon as the news were reported on, many people were like, oh, this is good because Philadelphia is not going to be able to build the same caliber of a team that they had around him over the ne- over the last year. But based on the numbers, I would bet they're going to be in a position to do so if they want to do so. It sucks that the Eagles are kind of like, you know, figuring out how to be very efficient about how they build a team while the Cowboys are out here saying that they have to be smart about how much they pay Dak Prescott and some of their top players because they need to take care of the pie. And there has to be enough pie for everybody. It is kind of frustrating. It is kind of frustrating. Especially because when you look at how the heck did the Eagles achieve these numbers, it is a pretty creative solution. And one solution that you just go, you know what? The Cowboys are not gonna are, are, are not likely to reach those type of solutions when they are problem solving with their contracts because they don't do business that way a lot of the time. And for those of you who are wondering how do they achieve these numbers, they do so via an option bonus. In fact, three different option bonuses. At least that is the expectation. The contract details for this are not out yet. Uh, Adam Schefter reported that, but didn't report the the entirety of the contract details for Jalen Hurts. Many salary cap experts, including Jason Fitzgerald from OverTheCap.com, believe that it's going to be through option bonuses. For those of you who are not very familiar with what that term means, here it is the, the, the definition from crunching the numbers, the guys who built OverTheCap.com. I'm going to read it as is because I think this is a very solid explanation. Option bonuses are bonuses paid to a player for allowing a team to exercise some type of option in the contract. Usually, it is to buy an extra season that will void if the option is not picked up. Now, you might say, well, what if the Eagles just do not pick it up and they lose out on Jalen Hurts? Doesn't that mean that the money is not guaranteed for Jalen? Yes and no. Because most of the time... Teams will add a non-exercise fee for these option bonuses. And let's say that they agree with Jalen Hurts. Oh, we're going to do a 23-24 option bonus for 2024. And if I don't exercise it, I'm going to have to pay a fee that is the same as the option bonus itself. Essentially guaranteeing that they will exercise the option, if that makes sense. I know that sometimes it can get a little bit confusing. But since it is an option bonus, just like a signing bonus, it can be prorated throughout the length of the contract from a salary cap perspective. In other words, the Eagles, salary cap-wise, backloaded this deal very, very smartly, very geniusly, I would say. And they're going to be in a position in which they can build a very good team around Jalen Hurts over the next four years. And maybe this whole thing is what leads to this Toxic Tom comment, which is, I'd kill to be in Philly's situation with a real GM. He has proven that he's pretty good, Howie Roseman has. The guy rebuilt the entire thing 
after the Eagles had that Super Bowl season. And in my opinion, this move puts them in a very advantageous position. At the end of the day, it will come down to who builds the better team. I'm just saying that, you know, the Eagles are in a spot in which that might come easier to them thanks to the wizardy that they had going on with Jalen Hurts deal. And as for the Cowboys, you're kind of in a position in which you kind of have to make this happen now. Because if Jalen Hurts got 51 per year in new money, you know that Burrow, Herbert, those two guys might be exceeding the 55 million per year mark. I could see Joe Burrow approaching 60 million, no sweat, just because he has established himself as a legitimate top three, I would argue top two quarterback in the NFL as of today. That's different from Jalen. We know that Jalen is good. We know that he's not a top two quarterback in the league. While many people will agree that Joe Burrow is in that conversation. It's Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, or maybe Josh Allen ahead of Joe Burrow. If you want to get creative, maybe you can include Herbert in that conversation, blah, blah, blah. But I wouldn't be surprised if if that gets somewhere near $55 million for the next deal. Uh, what I do wonder about, though, is is he going to is he going to get like a four-year deal again? Or is he going to be willing to sacrifice the contract length a little bit and kind of maybe go for five years, more flexibility for everyone involved, and maybe a higher average value per year? We'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Let me see what, what some of you guys have to say in the chat. Uh, thank you to Charlene Evans saying happy birthday, Mauricio. There you go. Uh, Holly says, what makes Burrow so good? I honestly think he's deadly accurate. His pocket presence is insane. I think that his pocket presence might be the best in the NFL. He doesn't have the super arm. He, he doesn't have the super arm, but, you know, in my opinion, he's a, he's a top two, top three quarterback in this league. Leverett says, boy, you must be drunk with your top quarterbacks. And Jalen Hurts is beneath them. Just to be clear, I didn't say Jalen was on top of them. I'm saying he's clearly beneath them. So we agree there. Why? Come on. You got to... You, are you telling me that now saying that Patrick Mahomes is my top quarterback and Joe Burrow, my number two... Is that me being drunk now? I, I think that's kind of like the consensus take at this point. I think if, you, if you're if you not giving Patrick Mahomes the number one spot in your QB rankings, you're just, you're just trying to be original at this point, man. Patrick Mahomes is easily, undeniably, the best quarterback in the league right now. He's got the arm. He's got the creative element to it in which he extends plays like no one else in the NFL. And yeah, you can tell me that maybe the fact that he's with Andy Reid makes it all easy for him. Well, come on. That's always been the case with all of these top quarterbacks. Or did Joe Montana did not have a revolutionary offensive coach back when he played football? The same with, you know, and maybe this is a little bit different because he's a defensive coach, but some people try to demerit what Tom Brady did with the Patriots because he had Bill Belichick. Of course he had Bill Belichick. 
the, the all-time greats have had great coaches alongside them. I don't think I don't think it's crazy to think uh, Mahomes is number one and Joe Burrow is number two. I think it's I think you can make the arguments for different players to be the number two guy. Uh, you could make the argument for Josh Allen, in my in my opinion. You could make the argument for some of the young ones too. If you expand it to the top five, maybe you can add guys like Trevor Lawrence to the conversation, even even though he's young. But let's see what what we have to say here in the chat. Mo gets drunk off of chocolate milk. Says toxic Tom. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Double R says Mo get a birthday cake for that real talk. There you go. <laughs> Thank you to Double R. I might I might get a cake, man. I could use that. Mo cannot drink yet, not until midnight when he turns twenty-one. Says Mark Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let's let's start there. I cannot even I cannot even drink right now. <laughs> uh, Toxic Tom says, "Mo, have you seen an R-rated movie yet?" <laughs> Holly, Holly says, "Hey, shout out to Holly. I'm not gonna deny one cool thing, but you know, tomorrow tomorrow night we've got our one cool thing segment of the week. But Holly wanted to get ahead of the curve." Says, my case went to grand jury today and they didn't indict me. Let's go, Holly. Let's go. Anyways, back to the whole quarterback conversation. Let me know in the chat from 1 to 10, what is your confidence level that Dak Prescott will receive his contract extension this year before the season? Let me know in the chat from 1 to 10, what is your confidence level that Prescott is getting that extension? And in the meantime, and before I give you my answer, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because as always, they make this show possible. A family-owned business has been so for over 65 years. And you can check them out over at their car dealership in Irving, Texas. Or you can also visit their website, at freemanmazda.net. In there, you can browse through their wide range of new and used vehicles, as well as look at the features of every car, look at pictures of the inside and outside of every vehicle. And as we do around this time here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, it is time for the ride of the week. In this case, the new 2023 CX-50 2.5S Premium Plus All-Wheel Drive. This one starts at $38,820. It's got a sunroof, all-wheel drive, a Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, heated leather power memory foam sitting, and a miles per gallon capacity of 24 when you are in the city. That goes up to 30 when you are in the highway. So make sure that you check it out over at freemanmazda.net. From 1 to 10, what is your confidence level that Prescott gets that extension? Let's see what you guys have to say about this whole thing. Oh, pretty, pretty low numbers. Pretty low numbers. I I'm very surprised at this. One for Toxic Tom. Katharina goes with a 10. 7.5 for Holly. Cam goes with a 5. Gregory goes with a two. Charlene goes with a two. 
Well, well, well. Toxic Tom says, I would not trust this front office with my trash. They have been for nearly 30 years. They have been trash for nearly 30 years. That is the PG-13 version of Toxic Tom's comment. Two, they already restructured this year. I hear he's on the hot seat, says Nicholas. Now, here's, here's what I would bring up, though. I kind of think that the restructure makes it more likely instead of less likely. Having restructured him does not mean that the Cowboys cannot reach an extension with him. In fact, I think it makes it even more likely. Because as I said, that restructure opened up significant cap space for 2023. But it brought that cap number up for 2024 significantly. About $60 million in cap space will be the number for Dak Prescott in 2024. You cannot work with that number. The salary cap, you know, we like to say half jokingly, half seriously, that the salary cap is a myth. It's not that it is, it's not that it is a myth. It's that it's not what many people think. It's an accounting system, and you can greatly manipulate it. But if you don't manipulate it, if you go into 2024 and Dak Prescott occupies $60 million of it, then you're in trouble. And since, you know, the deal expires after 2024, now you're in a situation in which you really, really need to do something about it. And I think that is a contract extension. That's how you can rework every one of the numbers and make it work. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a high number. I'm going to go with an eight. From one to 10, I am an eight in confidence of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott getting this thing done before the season starts. Toxic Tom says, I am an accountant. You can move money around easily. Exactly. But you got to move it. <laughs> you got to actually do the damn thing if that makes sense. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat here. My, my computer went a little bit crazy there, but we're back. I love how Mo has so much faith in the Jones as Toxic Tom. He still has a, a, a lot to learn. Man, it's not that I have. And you guys have heard me criticize the Jones quite often on this show. But, you know, we, we've got to be real here. Uh, if you want to criticize the Jones about paying guys, you can criticize them about doing it late and only doing it for their own guys. But... He actually kind of, I think, I think that is going to happen. I think that is going to happen. Shout out to Rangers fan, Bucks fans, Yankees fan, who says, <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> Man, if you take into consideration the username there, that was pretty funny. Rangers fans, Bucks fans, uh, Yankees fan, I'm an Eagles fan. That's a comment. Shout out to said though, in all seriousness. Probably happy about the Jalen Hurts extension, I would assume. Pretty good work from Howie Roseman, being real. Beast Mode says, I'm good on Dak. Let's see if he can get past the divisional. He's a great regular season quarterback. That is Beast Mode's comment there. Dak proved himself 49ers good defense. He struggles, says Jerry Fuller. And that is going to be like 
part of the debate of things for Cowboys fans over the next year. But here's what Dallas needs to consider. What happened in that 49ers game? Because Dak Prescott did not play a good game. I, I mean, I'm not denying that. But also, kind of look at what he has done over the last few years. You kind of look closely at the interceptions that everyone keeps talking about for the 2022 season. You kind of figure out when watching it closely that Dak Prescott is not the issue with this team. In fact, he's one of the reasons why you can be excited about this team. And as I said, man, you want to go out there and look for a quarterback that's not going to look pretty. Not going to look pretty at all. Say that he had a top five pick in the 2023 NFL draft. And maybe we could get pretty crazy with things and say, you know what? Maybe the Cowboys can indeed move on from that, kind of start fresh, new offense for Mike McCarthy, all of that. But the Cowboys did not have that sort of a resource. And even if they did, it would be kind of a big bet to say that maybe Will Levis or Anthony Richardson is a safer bet than Dak Prescott. Because it's not, it's not true. It's just not true. It is a very complex sport. Quarterback carries most of the blame. But the quarterback is not your problem if you are a Cowboys fan. He is not. The problem is, and you look at that game again, see who Brock Purdy was throwing passes to. See who was rushing the passer. See who was playing in coverage. Man, that's a damn good roster. And the Cowboys sure as heck did not have that type of a roster. Or watch the Super Bowl. That's a good roster too. And the Cowboys do not have that. They do not. And maybe if you have a better quarterback, and I think that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Brock Purdy, obviously. I think if you are the Cowboys and you ring the 49ers up and you say, you know what, let's do this Dak Prescott for Brock Purdy deal, they're going to ask you, they're not even going to ask you something. They're going to say yes immediately. But my point is, you still need to get close to that roster. Like if you want to win based on having the better quarterback than those teams, you better get close on that roster though. And maybe the Cowboys did that with Stephon Gilmore, with Brandon Cooks. We'll find out. But I don't think they were on that level. I don't think they were. Like, just go over those players, man. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, all of those. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, that's a crazy roster. Uh, the same for the Eagles. One of the best offensive lines in the NFL. The best, actually, at least for last year. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders. Plus, you're playing the plus one game with Jalen Hurts running the football not the same. Not the same. Toxic Tom says, it's the same people who hated Romo when he was here, but love him now that he is gone. It's the same problem, but it's now Dak. What is the constant? And a similar note, I think this was actually Bruce. The same front office that admitted that they did not get proper weapons for last season. It is true. Toxic Tom says, you think if Romo was in Eli Manning's spot with that roster and coaching staff that Romo cannot win more games? Organizations win championships, period. But it's easier 
it's easier for a show in which you've got one host yelling to another host to tell people watching at home that it's the quarterback. That that is the difference between Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. The mentality. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, it's the same. It's the same. It's a team sport. It is the ultimate team sport. You need, you need, better, you need a better roster around Dak. But if you move on from Dak, oh, then you're, just, then you're just playing the quarterback limbo game. And that is not a pretty game to play, as we have seen with teams like the Colts that have gone through Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers. And keep in mind, some of these players were proven players. Like Matt Ryan was the MVP of the league not that long ago. He was in the Super Bowl. You guys want to, we want to get to the quarterback based on the, excuse me, we want to get to the Super Bowl based on the quarterback. Yet we have seen Matt Ryan, who was to a Super Bowl, fail elsewhere. The same with Carson Wentz, technically. He didn't play the Super Bowl, but you know what I mean. For that 2017 season in which he would have likely won MVP if it wasn't for, for his late season injury. Same for Matthew Stafford. We just saw, but like in an inverse situation, Matthew Stafford sucked elsewhere, got to the LA Rams, got to the Super Bowl, and won it too. Beast Mode, though, has a good point. Like, if you want to have more options for the future, maybe you draft a QV while you still have Dak, but then you're doing it in day three. And I know that Dak himself is a day three quarterback, but, you know, your odds to succeed there are not going to be pretty high. They're just not. But that's different. That's different. If you, if you want to throw darts and pick a quarterback late in the draft, then that's pretty smart. That's a pretty smart thing to do. Whether your quarterback is Dak Prescott, whether it is Sam Howell, whether it is Patrick Mahomes, that's a smart thing to do. But that's different from let's not extend Dak. Let's not be proactive about a contract extension and let's rendezvous here in 2024 when we have literally no other option and maybe contracts are $60 million by then per year. Cowboys have not been proactive with their deals and it has bit them in the ass <laughs> multiple times. Are we doing the same thing again? I, I wouldn't want them to do that. Gregory says, Mo, how much do you think Dak will make a year and how many years will he sign for? If they make this happen, I would go with something like, I think this time around, it could be a higher number of years, like five years. It could, I could see that happening, five-year deal, and maybe something like 50 million per year. 51 million per year. I don't think that he will get more than Joe Burrow. Like if, if Joe Burrow gets his deal before Dak, I think it might be a situation in which Dak not Dak doesn't exceed it's exceed, excuse me, Joe Burrow's number. I could see that happening. I could see that ceiling being set temporarily, kind of like what happened with Patrick Mahomes when he got his deal. And before these 50 million per year deals came around. So, yeah, man. Just hope that the Cowboys are proactive about things.
keep in mind a contract extension would open up cap space for this year, for next year, and things could look better for Dallas over the next three years when there are not a lot of QBs around the NFL too, by the way, which also matters in my opinion. You stick your head out the window and you say, and you see that the NFC has essentially Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott in it. Those are probably the two best QBs in the conference at this point, considering that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a jet. Because come on, let's be real. He's going to be a jet. It's just a matter of time. Make the most of it. Make the most of it. Please. I know this kind of became kind of a little bit of a rant, but it's frustrating. And hopefully the Cowboys get this right moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. We had to address the major news around the NFL. Obviously, their NFC East news, they impact the Cowboys quite a lot. And when the time comes, we'll talk about Dak Prescott's deal here on the show. Do me a favor, though. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Share the stream. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, let your friends know about the show. And remember, that thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. That helps me out a lot. Thank you to Toxic Tom. Thank you to Katharina, to Stephen White, Charlene. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Remember that prime time is brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Nos vemos el día de mañana, martes, 8 de la noche. Bye, bye.